Welcome to the Melissa Killily Show. I'm your host, Melissa Killily, and we're live in the Finger Lakes One studio today with a couple of great guests. Um, for those of you who don't know me or are not familiar with my show, <clears throat> I am a mompreneur living here in the Finger Lakes, and um, my life is really all about being mom and building my business around that life and the commitments that we have to our community. Um, this podcast came about a few years ago because I really love bringing some news to the world that is not the typical doom and gloom that's out there most of the time, um, and featuring people who are really living life with passion and purpose. And I'm particularly <clears throat> fascinated by people who are committed to values-driven living and the idea of living a fulfilling life by living out your passion and purpose in this lifetime. So um, originally the format was that we would talk to a woman who was um, making this world a better place, right? And men who were making a difference. And so we're kind of going to go back to that format today because we have some really special guests. The first one that uh, we're here to talk to is Danielle Strally, who recently opened Wellness by Danielle in Geneva, New York. And <laughs> it was so fun. Um, I have watched this woman on her journey. She was uh, a nurse in the pediatric unit where I brought my son, who is now three and a half years old. And there was something really special about her because even through like frustrating days and crazy chaos of that office, uh, she had this kind of little like mischievous almost twinkle in her eyes. And I knew that like she was someone that I really wanted to know. And so I followed her journey as she stepped out of that work and into um, the, the role of an entrepreneur, also a mompreneur, and is living her life to bring that, like whole sense of wellness to the world right now. And so, um, Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you Thank so much you. for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited. So, you know, just so our viewers know a little bit more about you, could you tell us a little bit about the journey that brought you to where you are today? It's long and winding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can, you can do the nutshell. Um, well, yeah. So, in 2009, I finished my massage program and became a licensed massage therapist. I had always been more alternative in nature, mm -hmm. um, and big backstory there, but I just love the idea of helping people create wellness by themselves, like mm -hmm. without extra intervention and mm -hmm. really showing people that like you know, there's ways to bring back balance to the body that don't involve lots of other things, you know. Lots of um, medical intervention. Yeah, yeah, medical intervention specifically. And so, um, and I just loved it. Mm -hmm. I, I loved every part of that program and everything that it encompassed, and um, it was great. And then in, but with that, I also value balance, right? So nursing was... My next step and really it was just to kind of create this full picture so that you know yes I had this massage alternative medicine degree great but there were clients and people that I knew that I could serve that might feel more comfortable knowing that that practitioner also has a medical background so so I did that completed my nursing degree in 2011 all locally mm -hmm. and um, that was pretty much my full-time job I always did massage part-time and nursing full-time just getting into life you know mm -hmm. um, and then you know I had a I had a baby in 2012 and then I changed another baby in 2015 and I I think you just you start asking yourself a lot more questions that you didn't ask before um, you know you question products you're using you question you know choices you're making medically and and all this stuff and so um, and my children were both home births too actually so mm. and that kind of started out as a joke um, because nurses generally speaking don't make great patients, right? So I was like, I'm just staying at home. And at first it was a joke and, you know, then I had and two very successful homeworks and so yep. it was a little, but again, it just kind of affirmed that like, we are so powerful and we are so powerful naturally. Mm -hmm. So what can I do to keep building on that? And um, 
Then in 2017, I started my Young Living Essential Oil journey mm-hmm. in that business, um, which didn't start out that way by any means. It started out for me as a lifestyle because mm-hmm. you did start questioning, you know, like, what products am I using around my kids? And they're licking right. everything. And, right. You know, like. How can so, I keep them healthy at home? Yeah. yeah. And um, and I, I've just never been like a, do I have to go to the doctor's person? Like, I, you know. I just don't want to. So really, whatever I could take in and learn about creating my own health and wellness mm-hmm. and taking that as far as I could and knowing, too, when when is it time to, like, step over that line. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got to where I am. And then one thing led to another, and I left my comfortable, I guess, financially comfortable job and opened up my own practice. And it's been really scary and amazing and just wonderful and the support that I've gotten for the most part it's been great support you know your parents are always we talked about this before like Mm -hmm. your parents kind of always go like are you sure that's what you're gonna do (laughs) yes but you know finding that passion and really being able to just dive into the work that I actually love to do yeah. where I'm unfettered you know I'm, yeah. I'm unedited and I can just be what I need to be for like my clients and you know just create that sense of health yeah it's been great so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to get a little vulnerable I think <laughs> because the thing that I love about you is <clears throat> you know that the couple of times that I've been to um your office so far the first time was like before you were officially opened and you were like, you know, sprawled out on the floor with all the things and your eyes were just like, why? Like, what did I get myself into? Putting furniture together, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I loved it. I loved it because we went from that to, you know, the first big open house mm-hmm. that I came and I was part of with you. And, um, and it was a totally different experience. You know, yeah. you walk in and anyone, anyone who like experienced your energy knows like you were lit up from the inside out, mm-hmm. right? Like you were definitely living your passion and purpose in that yeah. moment, right? And being able to witness you in that spectrum of emotions and feeling, uh, just was a testimony to me of something that I think is really important for people to hear, which is your journey into becoming an entrepreneur was not like everything in life is great. Yeah. And I'm going to make this jump. Right. Mm-hmm. Which was not my story either. Right. Yeah. Um, so can you talk about that? Talk a little bit about what life looked like for you during this time frame? Yeah. Um, so... It's not easy, right? Um, I was at the start of the transition, uh, which was two years ago. I had left a relationship of 14 years, Mm -hmm. almost 14 years. Um, Bought my first house by myself. And I had two kids in tow who at the time were two and five. And I was working full-time as a nurse, part-time as a massage therapist, And every moment in between, I was working my Young Living business, Mm -hmm. along with being a mom and all the things that that entails. And, um, you know, I just, you just kind of get to a place where your happiness is worth more, your kids are worth more um, than going to a job that is stifling who you really are and Mm -hmm. you know as much as I really loved my patients you know at the office and really did you know being a nurse feel like the work itself I loved but just stifled you know Mm -hmm. you know what I teach and what I really believe like my alternative nature was not accepted in that community right and that really hurt me to sometimes have to advise, you know, people, people and patients, like things that I truly don't believe. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just working consistently against who I am. Mm-hmm. So, values, um, yeah. you know, and there was really no room. I wasn't allowed to have that balance, mm-hmm. which I so desperately needed. And so, you know, you just kind of have to, I mean, I just looked at my life and was like, yeah, no, Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's really scary. And there was catalysts that kind of, you know, took a little bit of my choice away. And But 
you just have to do what you really feel like makes you happy. It's mm-hmm. important. You know, your paycheck, it, I mean, it's important. You got to you gotta have a roof over your head. But at the end of the day, like, you just, you can't. You can't let it all go just because you have a good paycheck. You just right. can't do it. Right. And, you know, we make it work. Yeah. And and I kind of said to myself, like, well, this is kind of the worst it's ever going to be, right? Right. Like, financially, it's only going up from here, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, I, like, again, the support and the community, those matter more to me than that bigger paycheck. And so, yeah, you just got to do it. Yeah. It's amazing when you can get clear on your values, your principles, like taking the time to actually just be with yourself and go like, okay, these are the things that matter most to me and then make decisions accordingly. <clears throat> your, your priorities just line up, right? Yeah. It's like getting this kind of um, spiritual chiropractic adjustment, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me, so we have a we have a mutual friend who's also an entrepreneur and runs the Finger Lakes Entrepreneurs Club, yeah. right? Um, and there was a meme that I think we both saw last week on Facebook where yeah. he talks about it. Do you remember what it was? Can um, you say it? It was, it was a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio and it was... Um, going to go ahead and put me on the spot. Oh, instead of saying, I don't have time for this, yeah, tell yourself, this isn't a priority to me. And see, see how that feels. See where that sits in you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, because you do. You, you know, there's never enough hours in the day. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a mom or not. Or, you know, you, you have a, a, you own your own business or you work for someone else. Like, you know, we, we never, you always hear people saying like, oh, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Well, then that thing isn't a priority for you. Right. You know, maybe right. Grey's Anatomy is a priority for you, and that's right. okay. Right, right. But own it. <laughs> but yeah. own it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, so now I know from talking to you um, that one of the things that we share in our journeys is the role of personal development in all of this. And, you know, part of that comes along with getting into um, into our industry, which is network marketing. And, of course, we're in different companies, but it's a common thread. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, can you talk a little bit about that and how the role of doing personal development and really, really pouring into you has played out in that scenario? Yeah. So... We talked a little bit earlier about consistency is key, and mm-hmm. if we could all figure that out, we would all be uber successful in everything that we do. Right. I have not figured out consistency. However, um, you know, in 2017 when I first started that Young Living journey, personal development and living with passion and empowerment and those were things that I did not live daily. Mm-hmm. Those were words, gratitude, mm-hmm. words that I did not use, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and you know, you hear that, oh, self-help, that's like a taboo thing. Mm. Um, but when you look at it and you understand what is personal development and mm-hmm. and you start practicing that and you start incorporating little pieces of it into your everyday life, you really, f- it really helps you find that, that happiness and strength and confidence mm-hmm. that everything's really going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, it really just helped me get through making those big decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also really showed what I was missing from the other pieces of my life. So yeah. personal development is not something that the company that I worked for or even the one before that discussed, right. let alone practiced. Or, I mean, it it wasn't a thing. And... Yeah. Um, despite the couple times that I had asked for it. But, yeah, I mean, and this is all Young Living is. And so, and a, and a lot of these businesses, you know. Um, and the better that you are doing as a person, like the more confidence you feel as a person and just the happier you are as a person, the more personal development that you put into your life, the more successful everything else becomes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't, it's that, you can't give from an empty cup. You can't, right. you know. It's all of that. And so really just was, I'm so grateful. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that has become a part of my life. And it was all thanks to that journey. So Yeah, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> I love to talk about this 
in, in a really specific kind of way that makes sense for me, right? It's like I have my own language around this thing, which is we, we spend a lot of time <clears throat> as human beings kind of like racing through the length of things, right? Through the length of our days, our years, yeah. our lives. And we wear this badge of busyness to avoid confronting the fact that we haven't actually lived out the width and the depth of our lives, right? And experience the fullness of it. Um, <clears throat> and I'm actually going through that this week because in all of the things that I do and the responsibilities that I have in my life right now, I often feel like my plate is full, mm-hmm. right? I'll go, okay, so like between taking care of Jack and running my business and, you know, um, supporting my team and having life and, you know, enjoying my family, um, what more can I do, right? Uh, there's a book I have with me, actually, called On Fire by John O'Leary, and he's like, no, switch that to like, really, what more can I do? And this week, um, I have had the great fortune to be able to help uh, help a friend out by um, being present with their kids in the morning and getting them off on the bus because as parents, they have different things going on right now um, professionally. And so we're leaving home super early in the morning to get to them, to take care of them. And literally by 8.30 in the morning, I feel like I've totally um, lived my, like a full day already, yeah. right? <laughs> but... What happens from that is like the rest of my day is on fire yeah. because I have felt the fullness of just a few hours of the morning, you know, getting to sit with, uh, you know, her one son and, you know, play a card game or to hear my son playing with her other son, like over in the corner and being imaginative and creative and like hearing all of that come alive while the sun is rising, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. There's always more. There's always the ability to live a fuller, deeper, wider experience of this thing called life, right? It's like we just get tripped up in this race from A to B thinking like it's all about the results or the thing that's at the end when the reality is it's all about the journey. It's all about the moments that we're in. So so thank you for sharing that because I also um, have had a really deep transformative experience from personal development. And I remember when I first got into my business, I had a girlfriend who, whenever it would come around to my turn in book club to pick books, she would be like, can we please not read another personal development book? You know, and I'm like, come on, you know, like our lives are only as fulfilling as the work we're willing to do on ourselves. So mm-hmm. why not? Right. Yeah. So on that note, I'm actually going to press pause because I still have more questions for you. But this is a really great segue to our other amazing guest in the room, which is Leroy Collins. So, Leroy, hi. Hi, how are you? We've kept you quiet over here for I a few minutes. I'm listening, man. Supping it all in. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, you know, the reason why I think it's such a great segue is because, um, so Leroy is here as a um, former running back for the NFL, and he's also an author, a speaker, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist. Um, I have actually come across you in a number of live videos on Facebook before mm-hmm. ever making the connection through a mutual friend. But um, I think you, you were in some videos with Shelly Hoffman out in Baldwinsville yeah. and uh, a dear friend of mine, Tom Seeley, who's out in Skinny Atlas. And, um, and Tom's actually been on the show too. But I received a copy of your book as a gift mm-hmm. signed awesome. by Leroy Collins himself. And it's, you know, it's called The Running Back, True Story, From the Wheelchair to the NFL. And if you haven't read this book, you need to get it. And Leroy will tell you how to get it. But the thing that I love about it and the reason, again, why this is a great segue is because even though this is coming from the positioning of your role in sports as an athlete, um, I don't see it in that industry at all. Like, no. I... I fully expect to see, you know, Leroy Collins like over the next 5, 10, 15 years as, you know, a, a thought leader in the personal development space, in the leadership development space. Yeah. Um, and I hope that that's what's evolving here because um, the story that you have to tell, um, you know, is so very much about, you know, turning obstacles into opportunities and, you know, using all of life's, life's lessons as a blessing 
to right. grow and to become the best version of ourselves. So, um, so again, welcome. But I would love to hear a little bit about your journey to getting here because it is it is a great one. Oh yeah. So, uh, well, I'm, I was born and raised in Hudson, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved um, out of Hudson and went to my first. Actually, when I left the college in '96 or '95, that's when I kind of went on my journey and I, I kind of left Hudson, went to the college scene. Uh, I got a scholarship. First of all, in high school, I was a New York State Russian leader. I got to say that. So I rushed for the most yards in New York State. And oh I, got, I got it broken by a guy that lives nearby here, by Mike Hart. But um, So I got a, um, I ended up receiving a full scholarship, Division One scholarship to the NFL. I mean, to, to Division One, And I played for a year in Louisville and got an opportunity to, 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 play, to try my luck in, a, in the NFL. Um, so I went, I went through that journey for a little while. And then I ended up coming to visit Central New York. Um, one time it was snowing. It was the worst snowstorm I've ever seen before in my life. <laughs> I came here to visit. And I said, uh, I'm never coming back to this place again after I left. <laughs> and then maybe uh, two, three years after that, I ended up moving back here. I met, I met someone in college. Came, that's why I came here to visit. Met her in college. Came to visit. Left. Went back on my football journey. Football journey was kind of over. So um, I ended up coming back here, living here. And... Uh, and now I'm a snowbird. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So <clears throat> when when did this book officially come out? This was released this year, wasn't it? Um, it was released in August. Okay. Released in August. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and talk to us about like some of the other things that are going on here because like I know you've got a gym somewhere up mm-hmm. in Fulton is it in Fulton yeah, so I have, I have a part uh, Great Lakes Athletics um, I'm partnered with uh, with uh, one of my partners Guy King is um, in Volney 7 Silk Road in Fulton uh, we do performance training for um, the general public for athletes uh, you want to lose weight you want to uh, you know you want to just you know, get look better for the summer, mm-hmm. or just stay in shape for the winter, mm-hmm. or perform perform better in your um, high school sport or high, elementary school sport, whatever it is. Um, we have opportunities for everybody there, mm-hmm. and we have um, we have massage therapists, but we got karate karate karate's um, is involved there, and um, we got gymnastics, okay. um, cheerleading. So we have we have a array of everything, an indoor indoor um, turf building that you know kids come in during the winter time. Fantastic. Yep. Okay. And so um, one of the things I think uh, one of our mutual friends had shared is that you're also doing uh, empowerment workshops now and, and, you know, looking to really get out there in a big way um, as a speaker, promoting the book, but also just getting in front of people to share this particular journey. Yeah. So um, so tell, tell us a little bit more about that, because if there's someone watching, for example, who... Um, you know, might be looking for someone to come speak to an auditorium, let's say, full of, um, you know, our high school students right. or um, or other entrepreneurs like people in the industry that Danielle and I are in. Um, we'd love to know, like, what are some of the topics that you love to talk about and what is the message you really love to share? Well, one thing I love to do is talk to people about unlocking the powers within themselves. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. everybody set dreams in their life. And like she said earlier about consistency, mm-hmm. you know I'm saying like everybody try to find that consistency thing to order to make that dream come true. Mm-hmm. So, um, so basically that's what I do. That's when I, when I this where the book kind of book came from a little bit. The book came from it was a dream mm-hmm. that I had to make this book because I wanted to tell the world my story. Mm-hmm. And when, after my several attempts to write the book, I failed. Mm. I started writing, and then I end up stopping. I started a page or two and end up stopping. Years go by. And then I start again, end up stopping because I didn't have enough courage and belief in myself that I can complete this thing. Mm-hmm. But I had this message that I wanted to give to other people. Mm-hmm. So um, I made a New Year's resolution for myself in uh, November 2016. I said, I want to write this book, but I want to I have the ability to read a book from cover to cover because yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. I never read a book from cover to cover and got to enjoy it, man, understand how the book's formatted, how it's laid out, how it's written, the, you know, the, the conclude none of that. So I made news resolution for myself in 2016 for January 2017 that I'm going to read a book from cover to cover. And basically what I was doing preparing me because I had a dream. So now I had to prepare my, my steps in order to do this thing. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I read a book, read another book, read another book, and then I ended up writing this book. Mm-hmm. And so... 
um, the book tells a little uh, tells about the behind the scenes of what a lot of people know already. Right. I'm um, saying so. What I like to do I go out on a go to schools and high schools, colleges, um, businesses, whatever, and talk to these people about the powers they have within themselves. Uh, you're going to make a mistake. You're going to run through adversities. You're going to you're going to get knocked down. Um, people going to tell you no. People going to tell you that you don't. You know that you, you can't do it or you shouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, people are going to enforce fear on you. They're going to give you their fears. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I try to let them know that you have, you are stronger than uh, than you think you are. You don't have to accept that fear. Um, if that dream was given to you, that means it was given to you. Maybe maybe not for you. Yeah, it was, it was given to you for somebody else. Right. Um, I like to. I love this. I love this um, part about and, and Martin Luther King. You know, when Martin Luther King said, "I had a dream speech." Yeah, you know that. And so always, I like to tell kids maybe that dream came to you is not for you because a dream happened and you start working for it. Then you happen. You're going. You be consistent at it. It doesn't happen when you wanted to. Then you stop and you lose track and lose focus. Right. And you go off do something else because you say it ain't going to happen for me. Right. So uh, the Martin Luther King thing that I that I love is he said that um, I had a dream. And he said, I might not get there with you. Mm. You know what I mean? That's powerful. I might not get mm-hmm. with that. That means a lot. That struck a lot into me that I might not get there with you. Mm-hmm. I had the dream. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I might not get there with you, but this is what it is. So I tell everybody, like, the dream might not happen happen um, right um, today, tomorrow, two <coughs> years, three years, five years. But consistency working towards that, you will obviously reach it. Reach it. Yeah. I said the dream at eight years old. I said I had a dream. Mm-hmm. I had a dream to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I was in a wheelchair. Mm. I was unable to walk. I was. I had um, bodies covered in bandages. Um, but I had this dream that was so compelling inside of me that I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. All I knew that I was going to get out of that wheelchair one day. And so time went on. I, I ended up build up um, some strength and build up. You know, had a faith, faith in God, but. How I got the faith in God and the belief in God was through prayer. Mm-hmm. I heard my mother praying, and I'm saying, so she's praying for me to, uh, you know, to get better, to walk mm-hmm. like the regular kids, and and just for for I can, I can have this, this ability to you know to, to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so I heard her doing it, so I started doing it. Mm-hmm. Then I started dreaming of me walking. Mm-hmm. So it started happening. All happened for all happened around dreams. So I. That's why I base my speeches on my my uh, research, my reach into the community on is is believing in yourself, dream, have dreams, follow your dreams because everybody's gonna dream. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you meet, before you even said Martin Luther King, I thought of um, do you know Prince E? Have you ever seen any of his stuff? So if you go on YouTube and you look up Prince E, it's E A. Um, he's got a lot of different videos, but. Um, one of the things he says in one of the videos that really just gets me every time is, you know, Martin Luther King says he had a dream, but he's like, but I don't think he had a dream. That dream had him. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and to your point, um, when that dream has us, it still may not be ours. Yeah. But our job is to get out there and keep sharing it and keep sharing it and keep sharing it and keep sharing it because mm-hmm. it's meant to be out there. Maybe out there. And, and, and it sets somebody else you know, onto mm-hmm. their path and their trajectory, mm-hmm. right? And so, and so, I hear you and I feel you in this idea that like your job is to get out there right. and to share it and to get in front of people and really let them know about those powers that they have within them already, mm-hmm. which is so great. Um, tell us a little bit about because I love the logo. Tell us a little bit about your apparel. Yes. Yeah, so this basically what this the logo is. It's a it's a arrow. It's mm-hmm. actually a broken arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, what how I present is that. Um, life is not a straight arrow. Mm-hmm. The road to success is not a straight arrow. You're going to run through bumps and bruises, and uh, as long as you keep your sights on the on the goal on the finish line, mm-hmm. you're going to reach it. Mm-hmm. So you're going into whatever goal and dream you're going to go into your new business. Mm-hmm. You got to expect and know that you're going to run through adversity. Right. You're going to run through some obstacles. You're going to run through some letdowns. You got you got to be expect that. That's why we prepare ourselves. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have gotten into her business. She wasn't educated in the business to be able to share it with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She didn't just uh, somebody tried an oil or whatever the you know what I mean the the product and then automatically open the business. She understood it. She tried it. She 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 believed in the results. Got the results, 
and, and research the whole thing. Then now, now she can go share it. But now, even with all that, you still have to understand that I'm going to run to some adversities because mm-hmm. I'm going to run to unexpectedcy. Mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. happen to me. And so basically what the arrow is, the arrow is basically you're going to run to that stuff. Just keep going. You set your goal at the bottom of the arrow and you reach it up top. Yeah. That's what you're going to go through. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, it, it makes me think about, um, again, why has all of life come down to memes? But like, <laughs> but there's one out there that I see a lot. Um, I think most recently one of my uh, dear friends, Gwen, Gwen Weber McLeod, shared. And, and it's, you know, the path to entrepreneurship, which basically looks like that arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like <clears throat> it's never a straight line. You're going to have all kinds of detours. You're going to have all kinds of distractions. Some of them are ones you're going to choose, right? I mean, that's that's exactly it. And that, and so that's the other thing is it it reminds me of is your definition, Danielle, of what balance really is. And even though you didn't say it this way, the way I hear it is, you know, balance is the ability to prioritize our lives, to give priority to the things that matter at the time. You know, we are on this twisted journey of thinking that balance is like equal allocation of time to our family and our work and our passion and our this and our that. Um, But that's that's that scarcity mentality again, that there's this finite amount of time and energy to go around, right? Um, If we're living out our passion and our purpose and experiencing that fullness, then we're able to like really be present in the areas of our life that matter at the times that we need to be there. You know, so if you're at a, 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 an engagement with, you know, 400, you know, college students, you're not, your brain is not at home with your kids in that moment. You know, they might be sitting in the audience, you know, but you're there serving those people at that time. And then, you know, on the other hand, when you come home and you're with your family, like you're with your family. Um, and sometimes when we're on that path, you know, th- things happen. Right. Like you had the journey of like, you know, coming out of this long term relationship and now I got to buy a house. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, did that delay you a little bit in moving forward in some of those steps? Sure. But, you know, it also propelled you. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that's you know, that that is the the incredible journey that we're here for. Mm. Right. So here's another question I have for both of you. Um, And this this is one that I really love because I think that. You know, none of us get to where we are in isolation, right? Like I even, I'll call myself this, I'm going to say it out loud, I'll call myself this and it's not even true. I'll say I'm a single parent, right? And it's like, well, true, in my household, right, I live alone with my son. But like, you know, his dad is a great father Mm -hmm. and involved in his life. And we, we certainly have our village, (laughs) right because it does take a village and it doesn't just take a village to raise a child it takes a village to raise mama too so yes yeah so (laughs) you know but there are people who also are part of that village who are particularly savvy at you know being mentors and coaches and just you know giving us those um those those perfectly timed messages on each of those turns to get us moving in the next direction. And so what I'm curious about for both of you is, you know, who are, what are some of your sources of inspiration that keep you going on this path, on this journey? So, Leroy, if you want to start. Yeah, so my inspiration is um, my mom. My Mm. mom is one of my inspirations. Um, Prayer, my belief in God, and just uh, um, the inspiration is... (laughs) When I say inspiration, I also like to say, like, uh, I use my purpose, like a purpose as an inspiration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I won't normally say that I know what my purpose is, but I know where God's been leading me. He's been yeah. leading me towards service, mm-hmm. towards um, helping people, towards um, uh, community. Mm-hmm. So, so my inspiration is is knowing that that I have that desire to to give that service to a person to see them grow see them grow in whatever way that they want to grow in mm-hmm. and you know that's so and uh, just prayer this prayer is another one of my inspirations i on um, the bible i i like to be fed um mm-hmm. um with with some things that that i, that I lack mm-hmm. i mean every day every day is a lack if you read the book the running back if you if you read it you know that it's going to be a lot of things that happened that that took me off my path but 
what happened is I got put back on the path through one of those resources of inspiration mm-hmm. or purpose that mm-hmm. got me um, back on track to, to, the, to the vision that I had. Yeah, beautiful. Yep. I love that you say that because <clears throat> I, I love words, right? I love words. I love their origin. I love ev- everything about, you know, how we can um, define the way we assign meaning to things in life. And, you know, to me, inspiration is really, truly to breathe life into so I love that you say your purpose can be that source of inspiration in some moments and many moments, right? Because it does. It, it gives us life. Right. Right? It gives us life. So the moments when I'm not living um, in my purpose is when, I, is when my, my health is not good. And, you know, I start to kind of pull back and I'm not living that rich fullness that is life. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was 10 years that I spent in finance, for example, mm-hmm. or living a life that I felt like society prescribed for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and I know Danielle and I have talked about this too, because um, that was very much your journey. Like, you know, this, this is what we do, right? Like yeah. you go to school, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you do these things. Right. Um, and, and sometimes unquestioned, and so tell us, Danielle, like, what are some of your sources of inspiration? Um, I mean, I think the answer is kind of, it starts the same as everyone's, right? Like, you know, yeah, like my family and my close friends, they inspire me. I think on a bigger picture, um, and I can name books and things, I mean, you know, business-wise, like the Ula Gurus have, mm-hmm. um, they're great. If you've never read a book by them, they're amazing. Um, but they, so when you were talking about like different things needing to be touched in your life, it's not everything all at once equally. So they, they do this, um, they have this little skit that they do and they talk about, and it's like, imagine, so they work on the seven, uh, F's of Ula, which is like faith, family, friends, fun. And so they're like, imagine like you have these poles, these circus poles that you put plates on top of and you've got them all spinning and there's seven of them and they're all these aspects of your life. You're not going to go around and touch every one of them equally. Like, you're just, you're going to, you know, it's that it's that balance of this one's wobbling. That That's where my attention's going to go right now. And so, sorry, offshoot. I just wanted to no. talk about no, that. But they're one, of my, they're one of my inspirations. That's I'm a very visual person. So yeah. that's one of the things that I really like a lot. Um, you know, it's just touching whatever needs your attention the most and just, and just finding a nice rhythm to that and a balance. And not worrying about having seven hands all out at once. Yeah. So that's really a good one that I love. Um, and there's a lot of people like Lindsay Elmore, business-wise, that I find inspiration from. But on a more daily basis, it's really the community that I've created and am a part of. Mm-hmm. So whether you know, it's it's a little bit of something from anyone that I meet. You know, you don't. Not everyone's going to be your person. But there's a little bit of something from everyone that you can learn from or be inspired mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. or, you know, and you just have to find those things, right? So, um, you know, and so, yeah, so it's really just a little bit of, of everyone that I meet, mm-hmm. I think, that inspires me the most. And, um, you know, like with my kids and finding those moments where they light up and they've learned something or you have that gentle moment or... You know, my extremely supportive boyfriend at home that has stood by me through all the crazy decisions that I've made, Um, you know, like he inspires me every day. And just, and like I said, you know, any of my clients that come in, um, I try to just find anything and anyone that, you know, like their faith, which is something that, you know, I don't not possess, but... You know, some people, I just, I, I marvel and I'm inspired by their faith or, mm-hmm. you know, so whatever it is. So I just try to find a little bit of something from everyone and I'm, I'm all about community. So community is probably my answer to that. Perfect. Love yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually going to take a second to answer this question too, just because I, I want you to hear my answer. Um, so... You know, when I when I stepped out of the the nine to five into the world of entrepreneurship, it was really one where I realized that all of the dreams that I had inside of me and all of that wisdom and everything that comes along with it sort of had just been buried for years, and <clears throat> and I was done with that, you know, mm-hmm. and ready to step into something different. 
And and as I and as I did that, um, not only did I really feel that sense of empowerment from honoring my own dreams and the things that I wanted from this life, but I became deeply inspired by everybody else's dreams. And so like one by one, you know, each person who has joined me on this journey in my business, um, you know, that's that's someone who's, um, you know, I've I've got my hands on their back. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to I want to see them through their journey and help them achieve their dreams and know that they have the power within them that inner wisdom to find that internal GPS to stay on the path, right? Um, But the other thing that really inspires me, and I I actually woke up this morning so deeply grateful for it, is each one of you, right? Like, that's why I love coming to Finger Lakes One Studio. That's why I love my podcast, is because every time I come here, my cup is full, because I get to spend time with incredible human beings who are doing the very same thing, you know, which is living life with passion and purpose. And, you know, it reminds me of, um, I, I can't remember if it's John Maxwell or Jim Rohn, but, you know, they, they some of this stuff gets recycled so many times. It's Either like, who, did it, who did it really come from? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you say you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, sometimes, like, my closest friends and family we're not sources of inspiration or support, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so being able to be intentional about connecting and staying yes. connected to people who are living their higher purpose is what keeps me doing the same, right? Because then I yeah. can I can really serve in my greatest capacity. Um, so thank you both yeah. for inspiring me. <clears throat> That's yeah. one of the reasons, like, listening to both of you guys' story and, and my story as well, that's one of the reasons why the title of the book is The Running Back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People see the book. They see a football guy on, the, on it, and you see the running back. You know what the running back is? Um, so the real meaning behind the running back is that um, we are in the beginning of, we set a dream. In the beginning of the dream, the dream has a, a beginning and it has a destination. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of that dream that you made for yourself, uh, you started to, after you made it, you started a journey. Mm-hmm. And then something happened, something like the arrow, something happened. I'm saying you forgot about your dreams. It got buried. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So then you got frustrated, but that desire haven't left you. This desire is still there because, like you said, your community, you know what I mean, your passion, your purpose, purposeful. So what happened? So the title, I wanted something that was meaningful, that was something that, that I can talk about. Mm-hmm. Instead, instead of being a football book, it means running back to the dreams where it started. Run back to the point where that motivation, where you had the motivation, where you had the desire, where you had that that vision run back to that point instead of quitting and giving up, run back there. Now you go back on a journey. Now you're more educated. You're stronger. Now you're more powerful mm-hmm. now in your journey because you ran into some stuff already. You already know what you're going to face. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to face that obstacle. But mm-hmm. then there's going to be another obstacle that's going to come. Mm-hmm. So now you know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of giving up, you run back to the, you know what I mean? So it's basically, it's not looking back, but it's all it's not looking back as far as like, you know, looking back at the past, but it's actually gaining power from something that, from the dream that, or vision that you had in the beginning. Just like shooting an arrow. Yeah. You got to draw it back, right? Yep. To gain that momentum. You got to To propel forward. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Leroy, how can, how can people get a hold of this book? Um, yeah. So, you can go um, Amazon. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, The Running Back or The Truth Story from Wheelchair to NFL, um, Barnes & Noble. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm also travel and do a lot of book signing. So, um, they want to log into... Um, I have the, a list for different book signings that's coming up um, locally and around, like local, local around. Local, I mean, I got some Auburn, but Fulton, Syracuse areas that would have book signings. Um, so they'd be on uh, DC3Inspires.com. It'd be okay. a website. And also you can buy, you can also buy a book from there. And you also buy any kind of apparel, um, hats, sweatshirts, hoodies, um, you know, shorts, socks, shooting sleeves. I don't know what shooting sleeve is. All the kids. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. So what kind of, what's your ideal audience in terms of, you know, if someone wanted to book you for speaking, like what kind of size audience are you looking for? Where do you want to be? Ideally? What size audience? Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter the size. Um, uh, you know, I, I went to a school where I spoke with, um, for 10 kids. Mm-hmm. I went to school, I spoke with 10 kids and I went to a stadium I spoke for, I spoke at 700 people. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I spoke, you know, it, it, it varies. The thing is, if I believe my, um, you know, I got to say I'm, I'm about community. I'm about service. Sometimes, so I got to sacrifice 
sometimes I got to do with my time. Yep. I have to, you know, I have to get my time mm-hmm. sometimes in places where I, I feel that I need to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I can't be everywhere at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. I could be everywhere at the same time on Facebook. You know what I mean? Right. They say, oh, me presence on here. But um, I can't be. But the thing is that I always pray about certain things when it comes mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just good. If Even if it's a money move or it's a, a, a service move, mm-hmm. either way, I, I have to... It had to be something that you know that that's that's uh, you need to be here. Yeah. Um, you need to be here. Like I answered the phone one time and um and got a call from somebody. Those number I don't I don't answer calls that says the block the you know block numbers. I don't answer. Right. I mean voicemail can answer it. Uh, answered the call. And then it was this lady wanted to talk to me about her son that got the book, read the book, and she told me about her son. Wow. Um, what her son, what he went through, um, what he was about to do to himself. She got him a book, not knowing this, but then he apologized to her, telling her that he's sorry, he's going to try harder. And just, like I said, I don't care if, I mean, one person got this book and got inspired by it, I want more. But if I got one person to save their life mm-hmm. from just reading this book. Mm-hmm. You've done uh, a job. I've done, done a job. It was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I got the guys in prison. It's a prison um, in Kentucky. And these guys are 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 the reading the running back. They're being inspired by this book, being encouraged to dream again, to mm. to get up the to think uh, think different perspective, start to think differently now. So it's that right there is just that means a lot to me that you know guys that probably doing ten to 15, 20 years. I'm saying starting to set goals for themselves in there for when they get out. Mm-hmm. Kids that's probably wanting to you know do something harm do some harm to themselves decide to read this and when they pick it up they said they couldn't pick, can't put it down and then after decide don't want to don't want to do harm to stuff anymore instead they want to do something to, to help themselves and other people mm-hmm. that's that means something that's a yeah. lot yeah that means a lot to me really powerful yeah. thank you yeah. so along those lines i'm going to ask you both one more question which is my favorite and um and feel free to start right where you were because i'm sure it's going to go right into it but you know what? What is the legacy that you want to leave on this planet? Um, I'm going to leave um, basically have people to to know that they they have like like I said before have power within mm-hmm. themselves. Um, that they create you, we create the fear to stop us from compelling up to be compelled into the world into mm-hmm. life into our successes and dreams. And so the legacy I want to leave behind is to to know that that I had uh I want to know that I had a place in somebody's life that they got everything in life that they dreamed of and wanted in life and they know that I want to leave that behind knowing that I had something to do with that person. Mm-hmm. And and know and also leave behind that that somebody else needs that help as well. Yeah. You know, that there's, you know I mean, reach outside of yourself to, to somebody else once you get there okay. or while you're on your way, way there. Yeah. I love it. Thank uh, you. Yep. Danielle? Oh, legacies. <laughs> um, you know, I just, well, I hope, I hope people feel it now. But, mm. you know, I just, I really want people to understand and feel empowered and confident about taking their own health care into their own hands. You know, I want, I want them to, you know, I just, I want everybody that I know to just know that you have options, um, that you're supported, you're embraced, you're empowered. We're mm-hmm. all powerful. Right. Mm-hmm. Each of us, you know, for each and every person that I encounter now, like I want you to understand and to know that like you are powerful, your feelings and decisions matter, how your body feels matters. Um, and really that, you know, any person has community, mm-hmm. whether you found it yet or not, or, you know, no matter what avenue that looks like or has, you know, it doesn't matter, but just that every person has community and and I hope I leave a good one behind. I love it. I, you know, and it starts with us. It starts with our little ones. It starts with, you know, every life we touch along the way. So I want to thank you both for sharing everything that you have. 
Um, I, I mentioned in the beginning of the show today that <clears throat> I'm particularly fascinated by you know, people who are really committed to values-driven living. And, and I mean that so, so deeply. When I made the transition to become an entrepreneur, one of the things I had to get clear on, you know, were the values that were guiding me. And I think so often in life, uh, those things can become buried by the busyness that is life if we're not paying attention, right? And so um, it was, I call it my internal GPS, right? Like really getting to know that internal navigation system. And Leroy, similar to what you were saying, like kind of having to run things through that, you know, whatever filter to go like, is this where I'm being called to be? Is this where I'm meant to go? Is this who I'm meant to, you know, talk to right now? <clears throat> That's the journey I've been on. And um, and I thank you both for being two people who are deeply values-driven. It's clear in your work and what you're doing. And although your lives are very different, some of your messages and beliefs are very much the same when we're talking about uh, you know, the fact that we have the power within um, and we also have the power within to heal ourselves, right? So it's, um, it's an honor to me to have you both here. And thank, thank you. you again. Thank I hope you. everyone who's watching and listening will go online and get a copy of The Running Back. And if you're local to the area, you can take a trip up to Fulton. You can connect um, at the gym. You can go see Danielle at her wellness studio. What is the address again? It's 590 Preemption Road in Geneva. Okay. Um, but wellnessbydanielle.com is up and running. So you can check it out there and there's an events page and so any of the um we have a lot of diy stuff going on chemical free stuff going on for the holidays but um i teach a lot of classes and we'll post those events on my website wellnessbydanielle.com and then also on facebook too. fantastic instagram although i've got some work to do in that department i am not extremely instagram savvy but i'm working on it I'm working on it i love it um but yeah and anything else either one of you would like to add before we wrap up? <clears throat> thank you so much for having yeah. us. It's been great. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you for having us. Absolutely. So thank you, you guys, for tuning in today. Another episode of The Melissa Killey Show, and I'm your host, Melissa Killey, and I thank you so much for being part of this today.